Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hashtag no music, no intro. Super Bowl is over. At this point, bro, bringing me chaos, bring me drama. I want it all. I know the Saints already done had some. Sean Payton stepped down. People are like, Adam, haven't we had enough? No. AK got arrested. AK, you know, he probably will miss six to eight games. No. I want more. More, more, more. But before we get into all that, we wanted to have this episode. I wanted to have it. So we're going to recap this. We're going to talk about Super Bowl. But I wanted to have this episode for us to really dig deep, like balls deep in the fucking quarterback, you know, quandary that the fucking Saints are in, bro. Uh. You went, when that, when. Chris Bortenson reported that the Colts are likely to either trade Carson Wentz or outright release him. And my first reaction as a fan was, can we can we sign Carson Wentz? You know shit's bad, bro. Terrible, bro. Shit's rough up there. But before- I never forget, I never see never forget Smart and tweet like, now you know how the rest of the half of the league lives. I'm like, bro, you right, man. Yes, yeah, man. <laughs> We we took and we we even knew like the post Drew years were going to be bad because they didn't have a succession plan. Ooh, boy! (laughs) It's kind of a different annoying because like it feels like we're four and twelve, whatever. Like no, bro. (laughs) but this kind of purgatory feeling. We're that's exactly where we are. We're in the that that's. To me, as a fan, that's the worst place to be, right? Because oh, you, you're not bad enough to get a super high draft pick to get, like, a top quarterback. Uh-huh. It, uh, anyway, let's, let's, let's recap the Super Bowl. Rams win. Um, we've talked about – I have said on this podcast all throughout the playoffs, and it's, it's my philosophy about the playoffs, is that the playoffs will – accentuate your weaknesses uh, on the biggest scale. And the Super Bowl was the perfect fucking example of that, man. Like, all, like I'm going to go through a couple of things that I was just magnified and then you can comment on them. But we had in the second half, the Bengals offensive line completely crumbling because in, in the biggest stage, it, it crumbled. They crumbled. We had Zach Taylor making awful decisions. Third and one, you got Piran in the game, and you're driving to try to get a field goal to, like, go to overtime of the Super Bowl. Third and one, you run the ball with Piran. I don't don't know if – I don't know if Joe Mixon was hurt. I don't. But that was the call? And not not only was that the call, you were running – 
literally right at Aaron fucking Donald with this offensive line. So you had that call. You had Sean McVay, and they won the Super Bowl. They and I get it, they won the Super Bowl, but they're like, I was just watching the, the Rams off, and I was like, is this dude really a like a, an offensive wizard? Right. Like three, three and outs. Like obviously the run wasn't working, and I get it. Like you stay, you stay with it to a degree, but Man, yeah. he, he he gets conservative, man. Like, Super he, conservative. Like he he gets this label as this kind of like innovative, aggressive head coach. But he might be innovative, but aggressive. I just hadn't seen that from him. Like he's just not aggressive. He's not. He's not. He he kind he's him and it's funny. Him and Kyle come from like the him and Kyle Shanahan come from like the very same cloth. Uh-huh. Kyle's definitely more innovative. But in terms of like aggression, they're both pretty conservative uh-huh. coaches in their in their coaching philosophies. Um, so we had Matt Stafford, who was very up and down. A lot of a lot of the reason the Rams were going three and out is that Matt Stafford was just making some bad plays, just bad throws, bro. Just just misses, just misses. And then the biggest play of the game, we've talked about this all season. The entire season, what we said, we said, man, officiating has been awful this season. season. Awful this season. So what happens is the biggest play in the game, third and goal, the Rams are driving, trying to score a touchdown, and they call a holding call on Logan Wilson of the Bengals, who was guarding Cooper Cup, that extends the drive, that eventually leads the Rams to score a touchdown. When I tell you, that was in no way defensive holding. No. At all. Now, maybe they thought, like, he's a linebacker and Cooper Cup is a right receiver. and so Well, he did put his hand behind him. And, it, you know, they probably looked at it like it was a hook. But it wasn't. Like, it wasn't a hook. Like, he, just, he literally, like, just put his hand there and then took his hand off. Like... <laughs> And they and, and and most of that gets, it's it's so weird because besides that play in the T Higgins play, yeah. I thought like, but I mean those two those like we, we that just goes to show how I, one. I, I, call. I thought that was payback. Like when they when they called their only call, I was like, <laughs> oh, they does payback. I don't know why I always believe that. Like they they have those payback calls. Like oh, yeah, like, like, like the makeup. We this one. Yeah, we're gonna miss this one, so we're gonna let's let's just find one for later. Just to show that we even it out, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I just, I think that's what that was. But you know, other than that, man, it was weird. It was a weird game. Like it wasn't a great game, even though it had like some great moments. You know, some of the great catches, like T. Higgins and um, Jamar and, Chase. Uh, Chase, Jamar Chase. Uh, you know, Cooper Cup. You know, Cooper Cup was a dog all season, man. You just gotta yeah. give it to him. Um, had, had one of the greatest. Seasons for a wide receiver, period. It was it was starting to look like Odell Beckham was about to go off. Yes. Until he got injured, man. Like, I don't think it would have been close if he had stayed out through the whole game because he was putting it on him. He was putting it on him early, man. And just they they really had no answer for him. And once he got out the game, they were able to, like, kind of just – but even when they focused on Cup, they couldn't really do much 
And the Bengals, like their offense have been weird this whole this whole postseason because it's like it's like they have these timely big plays, you know, usually man on man. They got making a crazy play or uh, uh, Burrow just biting some time and just making like a clutch third down, first down or something like that. But it's like there was really no ever no consistency to the yep. offense. There you go. You know, that you can really depend on. And, you know, if you listen to like people talk about the Super Bowl this week, as far as like predictions and stuff, when they talked about the Bengals, it was all like magic. Like, oh, but Jabur, he just, Burrow, he just has it. He has that magic and all that. When I hear stuff like that, I'm kind of like, ah, you know, like, man, this is football, man. Like, you got to have players, bro. And they have players. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. But, but you know, they're just missing a few pieces, man. Just because that offensive line, just what, what's what, what's the, what's your boy there? The one they always pick on the guard. Oh, uh, right guard. Uh, uh, uh Carmichael. It's with the something with the C. Oh, the C, man. But I just. I think about imagine just being him. Everybody is watching him, and he lined up against Aaron Donald, bro. <laughs> he just, oh, it's like, what do you do? You know, what do you do? Um, I got so now, now I gotta look it up. Um, and that <laughs> that's the sicko in me. I wanted the Saints to make the playoffs just to face the Rams in their first playoff game, just for Sean Payton to just see. Oh, Jackson. Carmen, Jackson oh. Carmen, just for I, I wanted it, bro. Like just a complete sicko. I just wanted Aaron Donald to be on Ruiz, bro, all game, bro. <laughs> just, 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 oh, he would have. Like you know, Aaron Donald lined up where he want to line up. He find a matchup and he want he go. I'm so sick of it. Is he gonna retire? Bro? Please, 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 him and Sean McVay, please. Leave. Just go. Just go. <laughs> Leave. You're not wanted here anymore. Uh, that Speaking of chaos, right, wouldn't that be something crazy? Like, I guess maybe people will say, well, that's not that crazy. Bro, if Aaron Donald was just like, you know, he went to the Super Bowl, he, he got his ring, he's like, I'm, I'm done. He just goes and Thanos sits on his, you know, <laughs> sits down, <laughs> watches a grateful uniform, burst. <laughs> That would that I'm, I'm trying to look up. So he's been in the league eight years. Eight years, seven. This is like his seventh year. Um, when did he get drafted? Was it twelve or thirteen? It was fourteen. It was fourteen. Fourteen. Oh, been in the league seven years. He is the greatest defensive player of his generation. Yeah, hands I mean, down. Gold jacket waiting on him, man. He has no, he has nothing to prove. All pros, defensive players of the year, got a Super Bowl championship, you know, stats, all that. Like, he, you know, a gold jacket waiting on him, man. So he can literally retire. And, you know, at 30, I don't know he's probably like 30, 31 years old. He's 30. He's, health, he's in he's, great health. Yeah, he's 30 on the dot. 30 on the dot. Had, oh, really had like these crazy injuries. He's like, he could just live his best life, man. Can I give also a, a shout out to you? Had a great game today. Just, just completely run stuffing the Bengals. Like you, I was out here making plays. This man now doing a broadcast. Little bro been making plays all season, man. Every time I look, be shown back in the backfield, man. That dude good. I had to look him up. Though. I had to look like is he a free agent next season? He's not. Oh, he's not. He has a 
No, but he's a really cheap deal, like a very tradable, like just just a cheap, like six million, six and a half million, like base salary, nothing guaranteed, you know, just like real. Because he was a he was viewed as a bust with the Lions, you know what I'm saying? So correct. Which is you know, it's it's this is just. What are your thoughts about the Rams winning the Super Bowl? First of all, I don't. I mean, I wasn't rooting for him, but you know, I guess. I guess it was kind of their time, bro, because they, they, I mean, they talk about going all in. Like, Saints have been going all in, but Rams have went all, all in every in. year. Every year. Every year. So I'm just kind of like, let's just get this shit over with, man. Like, <laughs> it's like what do you, you know, like, what do you got to do with it? You know, it kind of, I'm kind of glad they did in a certain way because it shows talk about all it. the cap, the cap experts and the, People like uh, Andrew Brandt and people like that. It's like, oh, you got to just build through the draft. And, and don't get me wrong. Like, I'm a build through the draft, love the draft. Like, I, I, mean, love that's, I mean, that's why I, lar- I mean, the Bengals are largely here because. Exactly. Right. Oh, yeah. my God. They, like, they built their whole team for the draft. So, but I'm just of the of the mindset that, like, do whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there are different ways to skin a cat, whether that's building through the draft or. You know, using picks to sign star players or players that, you know, on the end of their contracts and stuff like that, or you know, um, you know, going through free free agency, whatever it is, like there are different ways to build your team, whether that's extending the cap like we do to the you know, it doesn't matter, man. Like, do whatever you gotta do, go hard and build your team and don't leave nothing like don't leave nothing else in the bank account. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, go for it, bro. You only got one chance. Like people, are like oh, Joe Burrow, he's gonna be back here. We don't know that. Joe Burrow might never Ooh. see the Super Bowl again. I, that's that's so dumb. Do you know how? Do you? I mean, we Saints fans. It's been we 12, know that twelve years. As Green Bay, As, I mean, greatest quarterback walking the earth. You know what I'm saying? Most people would argue like Aaron Rodgers, just a quarterback by himself, one of the greatest quarterbacks to walk the earth. They ain't been there since 2010. Come on, man. Like, it's hard, man. It's just fucking hard. I don't know what I don't know what else to say. You know? So, like, go all in team, man. It's a team sport. Do whatever you got to do to build the most, like, just awesome team you can to get to the game. And once you get in the game, you just got to try to find a way to win it. Rams could have lost this game either. Rams very were very close to losing. <laughs> were very close. You know, so uh, so you know, it's 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 crazy. I just I couldn't get like when the second half hit after the halftime or whatever. I, just the finality of it hit me like, damn, like man, this two quarters left. That's it. Season. This is it. Like, what this the fuck it, do you bro. do? This is it. And man, Zach, I'm sorry, bro. Like they're probably gonna let him head coach for a long time. Oh, Zach, can we talk? Can we talk, bro? Oh, go ahead and say it, bro. Go ahead and say it. Like, bro, like, the dude's not good. He's not a good – he does not give you an edge. He, he does is, not give you an edge, man. He is – and I was, I was literally thinking about this walking – while I was walking home from, from brunch today. They're going to extend him. Mike Brown is going to extend him because he got the Bengals to the Super Bowl, right? That's, that's mm-hmm. huge in itself. He's going to get a contract extension. When they extend him, the Bengals are 
putting themselves in coaching purgatory. Mm-hmm. Not quarterback it, purgatory, coaching purgatory. Because it's the irony, it's the irony because he's like the Dalton of head coaches. Andy Dalton. <laughs> the the Zach Taylor line. <laughs> oh man, I gotta tweet that to Great Rose The Zach Taylor line. And basically the line is if you have a coach above this line, they impact winning. If you have a yeah. coach below the line, they probably don't they probably help you lose hinder games. You. Yeah, they, they hinder you. <laughs> that's like Mark to me, like that's like Mike McCarthy, if we being real. Right. Right. Exactly. And he's like right there. Can I give you a prime example? Prime example. Jesse Bates gets an interception from Matt Matt Stafford. Mm-hmm. I know where you're going. Bengals are celebrating. Vernon Hargraves, who literally was inactive in a street clothes, goes, runs on the field, joins in on the celebration, costing their team 10 yards before a two-minute drill. And, oh, sure. and as much as I can – okay, I won't say I can't stand Sean. As much as Sean Payton has annoyed me, especially how, like, Making a mess of the Saints' offense, then dipping out, saying deuces, my, not my, not whatever. I told my girl, I said, if the Saints were in the Super Bowl, something like that would never, never fucking happen. And that's a that's a coaching thing. That's Purely. a coaching thing. Purely, like they would know not to do this. Like, could you imagine, bro? Like, do you if if a Saints player would have done did that, bro? You wouldn't see him. You wouldn't that see him again. Wouldn't see him, and then he would be obliterated on Saints Twitter. It'd be like Mike Bell, like Mike Bell. We ain't seen Mike Bell since. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Mike Bell ain't been seen since the cleats, bro. Like it's not happening. Put on the fucking cleats. <laughs> somebody said Vernon Hargrave with that flip flop saw twelve. Y'all did Nike slides. <laughs> so you had. So you had that instance, and then you had that that third and one call. I don't, I don't even know. I don't know what the fuck that was, bro. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. what was that? And it was just no – I mean, you had the one play, I guess it was an exciting play, you know, uh, Joe Mixon threw the, the touchdown pass or whatever. But it's like, that was it. Like, there was no – like, there was – like, you knew – everybody knew going into this game – that it was one of the best defensive lines in the league versus one of the worst offensive lines in the league. And, you know, at some point, I guess there's nothing you can really do about that. Correct. But there was nothing like that. I didn't see anything to offsuit that other than let's just get the ball out quick. Let's just get the ball out quick. So, like, something I saw, like, when when Joe got, like, crushed. Oh, yeah. And, and I thought maybe he had torn his ACL again or whatever. I was I I, I literally because that on that drive they went three passes shotgun three passes in my head I'm like can y'all not do y'all not know y'all can run the fucking ball like can can someone throw a screen pass it was just their screen designs are hard they try to throw screens but they're terrible man they always get blown up um and yeah when you know when he got hurt I was like. Oof. They might take the L here because, you know, Joe Burrow's ability to move in the pocket was his saving grace. Yes. You know, and you know, that big that big pass he made to T. Higgins, like he 
almost got safe there about about time and just boom, threw him down the field. He couldn't do that after his knee was tore up, man. It was all just quick passes and runs. And that was it. Like that was that was the game right there. They couldn't do anything. Anything. And it just like, oh, like it, I just kept thinking, like, man, this is being a Bengals fan, can you imagine that shit? Oh. You finally get to the game, and it's just like, this is how it is. Like, just 20, imagine 23 all, to 20. <laughs> all the people in Cincinnati, like, watching it in bars, and like that. that. Oh, the whole Cincinnati, like, just, I know, like, Cincinnati is just a small city like that, man. Every TV in the city is watching the shit. Everybody. It just makes me thankful, man. Thank God the Saints just won the one. I know it was one it was 12 years ago, but thank right. God we won it. Like, thank like, God we won that motherfucker. Like, no one will ever be able to take take that away from us. No Never. Right. Um, can I also say, this is how sick I am right now. I'm recording this podcast, and as I'm recording, I'm literally doing the mock simulator as I'm recording. I'm sick, bro. I'm sick. I'm sorry, bro. What's wrong with you? I'm sick. I will, I will say, in my mock draft, at 18, I got Jamison Williams. And then and I, I traded up to number 32 with Detroit and gave up a future next year's first and next year's second and drafted Malik Willis. Good. Oh, that's money. I'm good. <laughs> good bro. Um, so, sp- speaking of quarterbacks, b- b- before I go into that, I wanted to hit on this because I, I sent this tweet out, and I'm not to your level, thank God, but I – I make enough tweets and I have enough followers where, like, if a tweet go, you know, whatever, like, I get a lot of fucking people I mention. People who are listening to this podcast, please realize that there is a decent possibility that Derek Stingley is not going top 10. <laughs> please. Can, can, I get it. I, I, I This is mostly to LSU Twitter or whoever – like all the people who got my mentions, it was it was just infuriating. He had the best freshman cornerback season or best cornerback season, pretty much ever. Like in terms of his play as a freshman, I had I have, I have never seen a cornerback play as amazing as Derek Stingley did as a freshman. Beautiful, beautiful, bro. Like it just amazing. Made me watch, like, you know, I don't, I'm not a big college game watcher. I watch players and I would watch, you know, I mean, the LSU, LSU team was great. So it wasn't just him I was watching, but he was one of the players I decided to watch because, man, he just disappeared. I mean, whoever, he, whoever you put him on him, that's it. Like, you're taking him out. Go, Go on. on. Um, since that season, he has been hurt a lot. I'm not. I'm very much not the one to say a, a player has quit on their college team. It's not my style. But kind of like, all right, LSU. Uh, I'm I'm kind of done. <laughs> Which took it easy, bro. He like it easy, man. He did, man. And this is not coming from me. Please realize that to NFL decision makers especially old school fucking white guys they can't stand that shit when it comes to a football player they hate it they hate it so my good dude um 
Jeff Rosden, he's been working in the industry for a long time. Used to read him all the time at Real GM, like the football Real GM. Um, we we just missed Jeff at the Senior Bowl. Um, we didn't get a chance to, to, to link up with Jeff. But he sends out a tweet that basically says, one of the biggest things that he noticed in post-Senior Bowl mock drafts was that almost a lot of mock drafts doesn't have Derek Stingley going in, in, in the top 10. And then he did a follow-up tweet that said, if you if you were at the Senior Bowl and had a chance to listen to talent evaluators or executives, that coinciding with mock drafts is not a surprise. <laughs> so you literally have someone who – like, these are decision makers that he heard this from. So I, I put it on Twitter. All I said was, you know, we, no one would have ever thought this, but there's a chance that potentially the Saints would have a, a choice to draft Stingley or um, Jamison Williams at 18. And my mentions were a fucking shit show. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just big shit. And he's been going top 10 since his freshman year. As like far top, as can say. top five, bro. Not top five. Like, top three. Like that's yeah, I, I remember thinking they're like, oh, this dude, he's gonna be a top five player when he come out. Yeah. So whatever, right? It's a it's a long ways away, but oh kid, my mentions were just just fucking dumpster fire. Um and he, he it's not like Jeff is the only one that's saying it, like DJ talked about this, Bucky Works. And DJ doesn't talk bad about almost anyone. He talks about what he's hearing. Like, he's yes. hearing, like, he's, that's what he said. He's like, I'm hearing, like, man, you know, his freshman year was great, but yeah, a lot of people are worried about him. You know what I'm saying? And they're worried. Now, he has a chance to rectify that. He can have a great combine, show how athletic he is, how fast he is, you know, um, give good answers in the meeting room, and, you know, to show that he's ready to, to compete, you know. Look, man, like, there's all it takes is one team. Like, one team. That's team it. Love that. team. Teams love talent. Like, I take him over. Who's the uh, – who went to the Lions? Come uh, Akuda. Jeff Akuda. Jeff Akuda. You know, I take you know, I take him over Akuda. You know, like, it's a chance either way. But I've seen what Stanley can do when he's locked in. But I need to know. <laughs> I really need to know what happened, bro. Like, he wasn't bad. He just didn't develop. It's like he didn't develop from his first, that's first a, season. That's, that's a great way to say You know who I'm getting vibes from him, and I don't know if he'll go this low, kind of get like Mark, like Marcus Peters vibes mm, as yeah. a prospect. That's a good one, yeah. I, I love Marcus Peters' tape, bro. Loved it at Me Washington. Too. But we, you know, leading up to the draft, you always heard something about Marcus Peters. Every, every fucking – Everybody. Um – that that's that's what this the sting situation reminds me of. Just um it was a little surprising that Jeff said that if he were to mock Sting somewhere, he would say somewhere he said somewhere in the twenties, bro. In the twenties? Could you that's imagine? Cool. Like I don't know if he'll fall that far, but nah, I mean if he tests as well, ain't no way he gone in the twenties. Like if he's running a four three and this and that and other and it's uh, it's just not happening because they teams would teams just love their measurables, man. No, ain't no way. No way. Now if he comes to the combine, he's been lazy and he runs like a four five and shit like that. Then shit gonna get ugly. 
Like, cause corn, corner and wide receiver is one of those two positions that can, can times actually, you, you got to run. You got to be fast. You got to show you got speed. You know, it, I ain't saying it, it's the end all be all, but it matters. You know, I'm. You know, you you know how I've scouted. As long as you know me, I've never been a big like numbers measurable right. guy. I'm like ninety percent on the film. One one of the players. I think his combine and pro day is crucial, bro. Oh, Trey, yeah. I know where we going. It's Traylon Brooks. Traylon Brooks, bro. I, want, I just want – I got to see him. I want to see him in person. Because <laughs> Tony Pauline already said that he showed up to, like, like getting ready for the combine at 230, like 10 pounds overweight, and he had to shed that, that 10 pounds off already. I was like – I guess now he's down to 220, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I told you, man, when I first cut his, I had, I literally knew absolutely nothing about him. I literally was going off a spreadsheet, and I saw his name, and I saw his measurables. I said, okay, plug in YouTube, and let me see what this guy looks like. And the first thing I thought was, is he fat? <laughs> you can't help but notice it, bro. Is he too fat? Then I, you know, I watched the play. I'm like, damn, he do the dog. He, he's, <laughs> I, I remember you you're talking about him in our Discord, and I hadn't got a chance to watch him. And then you didn't say anything about his weight in this in the Discord. I don't think. Nor did mm-hmm. you say anything about his weight when you texted me. But like. It's the first I wanted to see what you were. I really wanted to see what you were saying. I, I didn't want to flood you with you know, right. But I it was. It's the first thing you notice, bro. <laughs> but then, like, he's cooking cornerbacks in the SEC, and you just like, yeah. oh, shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's, he's fascinating. He's one of the most intriguing players in this draft to me. I don't, I, I don't have a feel for where he'll go. And, like, he's probably, like, my number three wide receiver. But if he's there at 18, do I really want the Saints to take him? <laughs> Bro, he get he get to the Louisiana New Orleans get, to, get some gum, gumbo and go to the gumbo and beignets, king cake, <laughs> get, get real poor boys and triple boys, boy. <laughs> but let's let's talk about this because I really want it. It's it's sad that we are at this state of affairs with the Saints in terms of our quarter, <laughs> quarterback position. We still don't have an offensive coordinator. We still don't have a defensive coordinator. Um, that we'll probably have one this upcoming week, I would guess. Who knows? But I, it's like I said at the beginning of the pod. Mort reports the Colts will cut ties with Carson Wentz, either be a trade or they're just outright cut him. First of all, the fe- like. And I had to get into like a little, like just a little disagreement with Shane Shane P. Hallam on Twitter today because he was like, "Well, yeah, you know, no props to Chris Ballard for like not doubling down." I'm like, "Yeah, it was a bad trade, blah blah blah." And I was like, "Can we, can we just call this shit what it is?" Like it was an all. Anyone who was talking about that trade was like, "Ugh, Colts guy, ugh." Oh, Carson Wentz, have you seen him last two seasons? Bro, I remember that last season when he was playing with the Eagles. He was making some of the worst fucking decisions and throws I have ever seen from a quarterback, bro. It's terrible. 
So the fact that the Eagles got a third rounder last year and are going to get a first round pick this year and you're still lauding Chris Ballard because he's not doubling down on the decision, that doesn't make you a fucking good GM. That's a terrible fucking trade. That hurts. That first Period. round pick, that hurts, man. Because, first of all, you didn't even make the playoffs, so your first round pick would have been at least in, like, the teens because because you traded for Carson Wentz, you fucked up. You know, at least you could have had a first. You would have had number – they would have had number 16 overall in the draft, bro. Hey. 16. High, higher than us. But because they traded it, it's going to the Eagles. That's that's bad. That's just bad. They'll know how to word it. So, as bad as that is, my dumbass – my thirsty ass, my horny ass. I just want a quarterback. Anyone at this point? Car- can I get anything? Can I can I get some? Can I get some Carson? Uh, who, who else? Is up there? Can I get Can I get Kyler's short little ass? Can we get something? So I want I wanted to just talk about the conundrum and the quandary that this team is in. We if you if you want to go back to how we got here. Go, please go listen to the What's the Vision podcast episode. Me and Ryan have discussed it as nauseum. We, we know how we got here. Could have traded up for Mahomes, didn't do it. Could have drafted Lamar, didn't do it. Didn't have a succession plan. Drafted Ian Book in the fourth round last year, I, I guess. Whatever. So now the Saints have the 18th pick in the draft. So their options are at this point. Do you, as a team, do you move up in the draft to draft a young rookie quarterback? Whether that's Malik, whether that's Kenny Pickett, who knows? But you got you got to move up to do it. You might, I think, even for Kenny Pickett, you might have to move up super high, but you might have to move up to like get in uh, front of like a Washington or whatever. You got to move up at some point. That's an option. Or the it's that vet because we're at this vet. Cesspool. Can I say, can I call it a cesspool? Because that's really what it feels like. But this vet cesspool, it includes, let me just do a quick rundown. Jimmy Garoppolo, Carson Wentz. I'm sorry, you can come in my mentions. I don't care. Jameis Winston. Um, take, take, I mean, Taysom's under contract, but he's coming off of Liz Frank. Everyone's quick to bring up Taysom in my mentions. This man is coming off a of Liz Frank injury, y'all. <laughs> Like, the two options for the Saints, one's a free agent coming off a torn ACL. The other is coming off a Liz Frank injury when his best asset is his feet. Is his feet. (laughs) Come on, people. (laughs) Can we just be clear about this? Um, I'm pretty sure there's maybe some other options I'm maybe forgetting. I guess maybe if you want to be real gross, you'd be like, well, maybe you could make a trade for the Browns for like Baker. <sighs> Kirk Cousins, it sounds like Derek Carr is going to be off the list. Sounds like the Raiders are working to extend him, cross him off the list. So I'm asked, I guess maybe Jalen Hurts. <sighs> we're, we're, we're two dudes. We talk about the Saints all the time. How do we how do we fix this this mess that that Sean didn't stay for that he caused? 
It's hard, man, because I mean we've seen there's plenty of teams been like this over the years. Think mm-hmm. about like the Vikings after Teddy got hurt. And they, you know, they brought in Sam Bradford, he got hurt, and they went with uh what was the guy that beat us? Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Your one year riddle, you know, got him to the NFC championship game. And, you know. Then they finally, you know, pulled the plug on Kurt. And they hadn't even got there yet. You know what I'm saying? It's it's tough, it's tough man. Like, there's no easy answer. Because anybody that's available is not someone you really want, pretty much. You're not going to get, like, the Stafford trade, like, that's one in a month, 100 years. You rarely get those. Rarely get those, man. But you get a player like that, that's a true franchise quarterback. And you put him in a system that elevates him and elevates the team. So, I mean, that's the best you could hope for is a trade like that. But this year, ain't nobody out there like that. Nope. Nobody. Anyone that – Like Russell Wilson. Like Russell Wilson would be that. But, I mean, all intents and purposes, it's not like he ain't going nowhere. Like, Pete Carroll's still there. Pete Carroll still want to keep him. Seattle saying they want to keep him. The owners say they want to keep him. Russell say he want to stay with Seattle. It's not there. Like it's just not. I don't. I don't know just to say. Sure, somebody would could come up with like a, you know, four first round picks or something together. But we ain't gonna do that. It's just not happening. Um, Aaron Rodgers sound like he ain't going nowhere. Like Green Bay said, they basically about to cut the check, pay him all the money. He said, "We we we turn to New Orleans for you, baby." You're like what's yeah, what you want? We, we we about to get you goshiers and everything, bro. <laughs> everything. So he not going nowhere. So it's like we pretty much stuck with. You got these low-bottom, lovable losers like, you know, Jameis and Jimmy Garoppolo or whatever, Carson Wentz. Or you got, you know, I'm not, I'm not even going to call it a terrible draft class of QBs because I think it has, it's not terrible. But, you know, it's, there's no upper echelon must-have QBs that just kind of blow you away. You know, you got guys you like, you can look and say, oh, I like this trade, like that trade, but nobody's you're not looking at anybody and be like, yeah, this guy is a can't-miss franchise quarterback. You know, there's a little gamble in everybody, you know. So, uh, man, it's tough, man. Like, I, I lean towards the get a guy in, try to get as much value as you can and build your offense up and shoot for next year. I lean towards that. So, you that to me, that, that model, and maybe they'll break it this year because I – I don't know. I, I can see them drafting a the quarterback at nine. But, like, that model screams to me of, like, the Denver Broncos model. Mm-hmm. It is very much the Denver Broncos yeah. model. Very much so. Yeah. And the, and, result can, the, the result can end up that way. It could be out the playoffs. Or it could be one and done in the playoffs. You know, it's there's no guarantee to that. But it's you're not shooting for the moon with that move. You know what I'm saying? You're not shooting for the moon. So, but... It, Either way, it's a gamble. Either way, it's going to be a gamble. I mean, you can shoot for a rookie, um, and you might hit on that rookie. Like you can hit, you can, you can hit. Like even if, even if it's not somebody you think that's, even if it's somebody you think that's kind of a gamble, you can hit. And man, when you hit, it's a beautiful thing, baby. It is. Ooh. And imagine you get Malik. You do what you got to do to get Malik. Whatever it is, give up a first, whatever. And you get him, and he's that guy. 
He's the guy. I mean, you know, if you know who you don't even care, like you and you don't even make the playoffs this year. Yeah, you think about that. He's the guy. The the Bears are picking seventh overall this year, bro. You think their fans care? Okay. Like what? Oh, we we got Justin Fields. You see that play he did against the the Niners? Right. Oh, we. And they're not even 100% sure he's the guy, but he's shown right. enough to like, <laughs> enough. Right. like okay, we, 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 we got something here. Because I'm still like, oh, I, don't I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. A little bit more appeals. But, you know, you know what would be funny? Like, the most hilarious thing ever, bro, is if they went up, got Malik, or Kenny Pickett. But let's pretend it's Malik. And he is the guy. And like Sean Payton's, like his, his key card don't work anymore because you know he. Wants, <laughs> this nigga will come try to come back real quick. Like, oh, <laughs> they use their media pass, bro. <laughs> we'll be sitting right there with Jeff Duncan and all them motherfuckers. Um, so I want to talk briefly about this. I don't. I don't believe it'll lead to anything, but the. Tension and drama between Kyler Murray and the Cardinals is something, bruh. Like that is that is that is something. They're going going tip for tat too. Yeah, because you had the whole you had the whole him unfollowing everybody on you know unfollowing the team or whatever on IG. Then you had the whole story about him. Yeah, I, I want to read it word for word. And this is from from Chris Mortensen on Twitter. The odd, the odd vibe between the Cardinals and Colin Murray is indeed alarming. Now listen to what I'm about to say. Murray is described as self-centered, immature, and finger pointer, finger pointer per sources. Murray is frustrated with the franchise and was embarrassed by the playoff loss of the rounds. Well, maybe you shouldn't be throwing like dumbass throws in the end, in your end zone, but anyway, um, and thinks he's been framed as the scapegoat. Can I? I want. I want to go back to how sources describe their franchise quarterback: self-centered, immature, and a finger pointer. Bruh, you don't hear teams ever talking about their franchise quarterback because when it says per sources. Mark may have what it said per the Arizona fucking Cardinals. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Like, I, I want to get Greg Rosenthal on it and get, like, his thoughts on this because he's the great, you know, person that's figuring out, like, who is saying this. But that's what I want to know. And we know it's coming from the Cardinals. I think. But it I would surprise me if, it came, if it's coming from, like, Steve Kahn, bro. Ooh. Like, that, that's juicy. Like that's juicy, man. If if it's coming from coming from time, that is fucking juicy, bro. I'm not. I don't. I'm not saying I know anything. This is this is not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like that's but, juicy. If it is, like that's because he's the decision maker there. Mm-hmm. You know? It's does does anything come of this? Uh, it's too early to say, but like you know, like just laying the foundation. What? What would I guess? What what would the cost be? It's so many moving parts, man. Because like Kingsbury and Kyle is a package deal. Yes. 
So if if Kingsbury's still there, I just think Collins there. You know, like if they got rid of Kingsbury, I would think they'd be more open for a move. But uh, <clears throat> the fact that Kingsbury is still there, it would probably take something like next year to see what happens. Yeah, because I, I think because I think he's going into his last year of his deal, Kingsbury. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's a big deal that that he hadn't been extended yet. Yep. But we'll see. But coaches don't like to coach on the last year deal. No. They do not. <laughs> they do not. You know, lame ducks, you know. Um, that's it's just it's interesting. I don't like I agree with you. I don't think anything's gonna happen with the, this season. But I mean, you got a team like and I and if and if it, something were to happen, I for sure you I would imagine guess that I would guess that the Cardinals wouldn't want to trade him to an NFC team, but let's say, let's say you're the Jets. You call up Steve Com right now. You say, hey, Steve, I'll give you our fourth overall pick and our tenth overall pick for Kyler, and you could have Zach, uh, Zach Wilson. What, would the Cardinals do it? They'd have to think about it, bro. Like a tenth and a fourth overall. Tenth, fourth, and Zach Wilson, bro. Who you know? Who Zach Wilson? You know, he had a rough <laughs> season, rough. But you know, down the stretch, you saw a lot of the that that, that Tampa Bay game, bro. Tampa Bay game, bro. You know, you know, you can squint and look if you loved him as a uh, prospect, prospect. You know, and he'd be going to a more talented team. Four yeah, ten. Yeah, and fourth and ten. I mean, you had to think, man. I, I would ask for probably another first. Of you would a what? Another first, or at least another second. Man. Y'all got the okay, the, okay. Number one overall pick, bro. Number one overall pick. Who has had like like every year? Kyler Murray yes. has gotten better every year. Okay, let's, let's do fourth ten, a second in this year's draft, or maybe a second next year's draft. And Zach, yeah. and, and Zach Wilson, man. Like, uh, <laughs> man. <laughs> I, I I want I want some shit like that to happen in the NFL, bro. Just man, I need ma- some man. March start start free agency. I just I just need that shuffle bomb right my fucking phone. Just boop. Like you can't tell me the Giants about to have like they got two picks in the tent in the, in the top the ten, right? Fifth. And the seventh overall pick in the draft, right? You can't tell me they about to keep Daniel Jones. They about to, they about to keep Daniel Jones and think Brian Dable gonna just make wave a fucking magical hand over him and heal Kenny Galladay from being a fucking shyster and be like, it's fixed. <laughs> That's crazy. Crazy, bro. And then <laughs> What what are they gonna do? I mean, we talked about what they gonna do about fucking Saquon. Is Saquon gonna be a part of the team? Is he a part of the team? Mm-hmm. And you know, I will say something about this draft, bro. You know, as far as like trading up, you know, all drafts aren't equal. That's true. This draft doesn't have a ton of like top end talent. Top end blue yes. chip. You yes. know, like, we don't even really know who's going number one overall. We don't. You know, so you know, this might be one of those drafts where you could actually get in the top ten. 
It might not cost you as much. It might not cost you as much. Might not cost you as much. You know, going from where we are to the top ten still might cost your future first. Oh, that I, I would, I would. But it might be just a future first. Like that's yes. my ten. Bruh, if you if, if that's the case for me, if you like you love Malik and you want to go get him, if if give Malik, me that easily, if you if you are the Saints and Malik, if the Falcons pass on him and the Broncos pass on him and they both have a need a quarterback. I, I, for whatever reason, mean you don't think he gets past six at Carolina. But who knows? Maybe fucking Matt Rule will fuck it up yet again. Wouldn't be surprised. But if he gets past eight and nine and the Jets are right there at number 10, I'm calling up the Jets. Because after that, you got Washington, you got Minnesota, you got Cleveland. Yeah. He gone. Call, calling up New York, say, hey, we'll trade you 18 for 10, give you next year's first, let us get in that. And if you could do that and get Malik and just give up a first, no, that's gravy, bro. That's gravy. Gravy. Um, what are your when we, we talked about this last? We talked about this on the last pod, so I won't re, regurgitate it. Another one of those quarterbacks in that malaise of what we have. It, we talked about Garner Minshew, bro. I still, I still think. You know, the old, the old Philly of fifth, whatever it takes to get him in. Because I know D.A. said in his, in his press conference, quarterback's the most important thing. We want a winner. I don't know what that's going to manifest itself into. But it's good to know that it's it's a huge need that they that they know it's a need. Now, how they address that need, if they pick the right player, completely different thing. I do – this is a quick a – quick, Segway. So online, or excuse me, betting is not illegal in California. Like sports betting is not illegal in California. I did a prop bet that shout out to Todd uh, Newberg on Twitter, P- Pillar and Saints Twitter. I was like, you know what? I really think T. Higgins is going to go over 100 yards in this game because I think they're going to give up, you know, put Jalen on Chase and T. Higgins is going to go against a lesser corner. So he, he sends me the props, right? I wish he would have just – I wish he wouldn't have because I DM'd him. And he said, well, T. Higgins 90, or over 99.5 is – like I think it was like a $240 payout or something like that. It was 245 Then he sent me a picture of like all the overs. And I was like, no, I think he can get to uh, – so the over was 109.5 yards. And that payout was like 340 so I was like, Todd, give, put 50 on, on that one for me, right? So he makes that big play, right? Gets the 100 exactly. In my head, I forgot I had told Todd that I wanted the 109. I still thought in my, in my mind it was like the 100 yards. So, like, the game ends, and I'm like, shit, 1, 2, 50. All excited. And then I go back and I check the DMs and I was just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> Man, so close. So close. And also, I am thankful that sport betting is not a thing in California. Because I <laughs> just there's some degenerates on my timeline and I, I, I love them, they flourish, but bro, that that would have my that would have my nerves bad. My thing is like I would, I guess, I would kind of enjoy it. Um, 
with the you know wrestler league, but when it comes to the Saints, no, oh, there's no I way. would never, I would never involve a trade, uh, a gamble with the Saints. Man. <laughs> no, no, couldn't do it. What is what is something that now this is so we're officially in the offseason. What is something that you predict is a move that's going to happen just in the league, in the league, like something a little juicy, a little spicy that you predict that's going to happen? Mm. Something juicy that's going to happen. I think there's going to be a big trade. A big trade is going to happen, bro. A big trade is going to happen. I mean, I think for sure we're getting we're getting we're getting the the, the Deshaun trade. Yeah, and that's gonna be huge, bro. Like that, the whole Deshaun thing is just huge. Like, what is the league gonna do with him? How does this legal thing play out? What team does he go to? Like, that shit is huge, bro. Like, because yeah, like, let's not forget when he was playing. He was looking like a top five quarterback. Yes. You know? So just all of that, like how all that plays out, man, like that's going to be, that's going to change the game. Like if he goes to like say the AFC East, like that, that's going to change up that whole division, bro. Yeah. You know? Or wherever he goes. We don't know. He can go to the NFC South. Like, you know. Man, I. I I don't say. He can come to, I don't know, Carolina. I don't know. Like he can go anywhere. Just him and him and Washington just seem like the like the perfect fit, bro. <laughs> it's just too it's too all brand, man. <laughs> and then I, you know, Florio saying the league, the league really trying to get Dan Snyder out of there. You know, I don't know, I don't know if that's true or not. We'll see. Well, uh, I mean, I think they, I think they try to get Dan Snyder out of there because, like, the league and Dan Snyder pretty much did like. A wink, wink, handshake yeah. agreement that keeps shit. And if so, that they're just they're saving face, saving face. That's it. And Congress on it now, so Congress yeah. is digging in. Congress, the league does not like when Congress is digging in this shit. Um, I, I do think a trade is going to happen. I don't know. I I'm trying to think of one that isn't. Isn't like the the Watson trade? Um, nothing's coming to me. Your cousins? They could. They could. I. Like, I who are they gonna play? Like, I don't know. and that, so, can we get back to the Colts thing real quick? If you if they cut or trade Carson Wentz, who who is their quarterback? Selm Ellinger. And, like, you know, like a dog on Wentz, but he had 27 touchdowns and seven INTs. I mean, I know that's just a stupid stat, but <laughs> you had a good quarterback season. Like, <laughs> that's, bro, when I when I saw, I was like, can we just, I, I know I'm going to get flamed. I, I know, bro. Mitch is going to be fire. I get it. Who's a better quarterback right now? Jameis or Carson? Oh, 
<laughs> Nigga asking for a higher, a higher. You know what? I'm going to surprise you and say, James, because I don't even know. I don't even have a real good reason to say it's just my disdain for wits, bro. I guess that's what it is. I think, you know, I think it's James close to a push. Yes. It's close to a push. Like, it's the same dumb shit. So I don't even know, man. Like, I don't know. I, I At least people like Jameson's teammates like him. Nobody yes. likes Carson Wentz, man. <laughs> like, he ain't no leader in them, bro. He, he, he is not. That, that is, that's a great point. That is a great point. But I still, you know, some of the questions I got about James, I got about Wentz, you know, just like when the lights are on, like, man, can you rise to your highest level, you know? Because the thing that bugged me about James is, like, man, like, can you go win a game? Mm. Defense, defense playing trash that day, you know, can you just go throw 450 yards? five touchdowns, you know, overcome adversity, just go crazy. Can you do that, you know? I don't know. I mean, that, those are fair questions. Also, I think we forget, like, the elephant in the room, how much you going to cost? Big elephant. <laughs> That's why I keep trying to tell Saints, man. They're like, oh, just bring Jamie's back. It's like, man, y'all act like this dude just sitting here waiting on a call, man, like, all it takes is one team to look at that little five and two, you know, 14 touchdowns, two interceptions or whatever it was. Be like, oh, hmm. bring him in. I throw him 15. Uh, I, I would feel remiss if we didn't talk about Eli Apple in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Eli. Eli. Eli, Eli. Mm-hmm. Like he, I think he brought it on the team, man. Like that, that negative energy. That's it. Like every everyone had no problem with the Bengals, bro. Nobody, nobody had problem with the Bengals. We loved them. Besides, like the who they thing. But and oh. here, here comes this fucking Negro. Bad mouse. City of New Orleans, the food, the fans, the, the culture, the cuisine, like just everything, bro. And you just don't do that. And in the biggest biggest game of his life, shit the bet. One ready for the moment. One ready, bro. Getting schooled. Re- re- repeatedly. <laughs> re- repeatedly. Don't feel bad for him, man. Don't feel bad for him at all. Buy you bun, put a whole low light out there for him. Even did a special. I saw it, bro. Super Bowl low light. Oh, I didn't, I didn't see the Super Bowl, bro. Put a Super Bowl low light out there. Oh, uh, shit. Everybody going at his neck. I love it, man. Like, man, like, man, you do not want to come at Saints Twitter, bro. Don't do it. Like we, one thing is we don't forget. Like we just <laughs> nonstop. We don't, bro. We really yeah, look at your mentions. <laughs> and what's funny as part is like Eli Apple. We put like his own highlight, like a like a week ago. <laughs> but it was like one. It was like one minute. <laughs> <laughs> like 
like one minute show, like three picks he got. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you is, know it was just in him. Just dumb. Is is Taram Armstead going to be a bingo next season? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bro. Which is which is wild because it's it's funny because like their left tackle doesn't seem to be no nah, what left tackle I bet a need but I, I just I just think it's the it's the Bengals thing it's the Bengals way it's it's gonna happen I, I really think it's gonna happen um, yeah, man they spend that money they're probably gonna have like sixty million in like cap space or some shit yeah I mean they they for sure they they need they they gotta. They got to fix it. They got to upgrade the quarterback position. Obviously, they also have to nah, the fact they made it this far. Like the defense, just it's crazy to me because it's like it was like the most sweat equity defense. Yeah, the sweat equity man. Like they got after it, bro. They got after it. They did. You know, Trey Hendrickson got that nice sack in the beginning, but he kind of faded out. Uh, the rest of the game, Sam Hubbard. Um. You know, they could use a stud linebacker. You know, they, they they need to get better on defense and they need to get better on offense. Right? Just get better in the trenches overall. I think they could be a, a good force, man. Because, you know, Joe Burrow, I like Joe Burrow. He's special. He's going to be good. Yeah, I mean, all their, all their talent isn't going anywhere. Someone that I, I, I saw that's going to be a free agent um, – from the Bengals that I think the Saints should look at is CJ, the, the tight end. I'm not going to try to. Yeah, yeah. I look at him for sure. All yes. the tight ends. I'm looking at all of them. All of them, bro. Like a slave auction up. <laughs> Stand them up on the point. <laughs> I want all of them about you, bro. I don't give a shit. That's a TE man, like a TE bro. You know, um, we do the the news. Uh, if you want to call it news, I don't even really call it news. But Ian Rapp- Ian Rappaport talked about in regards to uh, you know Michael Thomas. Is, he's back in New Orleans. He's back with the team. They've done. Yeah. They did kumbayas. They did a, a, a second line together. It's good news, right? I'm not being a Grinch and saying it's not good news. Can you wake me up on this week one, bro? <laughs> like Just it's- show me Mike Thomas. Let me see him. <laughs> Let me see him in a Saints jersey at practice doing things, doing football things, not on the pup list, nothing like that. Please. Then I'll be like, oh, okay. Okay, okay. all right. Cool, cool. Um... That's all. Anyway. You think uh, Eric Bieniemy? Ah, what you think? Thank you for bringing that up. <sighs> I don't know if he's going to be back with the Chiefs. If you just read the tea leaves, like to me, the season ended for the Chiefs a while ago, right? And obviously yeah. he, had, he had some coaching interviews. But, like, why do you need to have a conversation with the Chiefs with Andy right. Reid, if you're either going to be back as OC or not, like to me that would I, that would lean that he's probably not back with the Chiefs. I could be wrong, but it would lean that way. Do you take a lateral move and kind of exactly what you said, right? Do you take a lateral move, maybe become the OC for the Saints, show that you can 
produce offense, make a good offense, produce offense without number 15, without Andy Reid, without a plethora of weapons, and then really boost your head coaching opportunities? Or do you either take a year off? Do you go to college? I don't know, man. But, like, people are just like, well, he appeared to me for the eight hours. Maybe they were trying to do it. No. 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 They were not. I knew exactly what you were saying. <laughs> like, I keep talking about the eight hours, bro. Every fucking body, Ryan. Like, I get it. It was a super long ass interview. It was a fucking work shift. Uh, if I was, if it was me, I would have been fucking pissed that I interviewed for that for that long and didn't get a job. But people are just making it sound like it was like some like, hey, if we don't if we don't make you head coach, wink wink, nudge nudge, like OC. That stop, stop, no, no, doesn't happen, does not happen. It was. What what are what are your thoughts on the whole on on being a I don't know, man. It's such a black hole, and I I just don't even know what to think. Like people are automatically excited if we bring them in, <laughs> and you know, I guess I would, would be excited too because it's some fresh eyes. But yeah, you just don't know, bro. Like I think know, what he's going to bring to the table. You know, I think as a fan, I would be excited because. And again, I don't know how much of this is him, right? It could be most. It could be more of Andy. I don't know. But do does he have an eye for identifying offensive talent? Mm. And what I mean by that, go go back to some of those Kansas City Kansas City Chiefs um, drafts. Um, McCall, uh, McCall Hartman, drafting him in the think of the second round from Georgia. It was that was that a Andy Reid move, or did Eric Bieniemy have some eyes on that and know how to utilize him? One of the right. big one of the big things, if he did become the OC, and it's kind of murky with Alvin's situation, but one of the bigger biggest winners, I think, if Eric Bieniemy was OC would be AK because I think Eric B enemy has shown consistently. He knows how to utilize running backs, especially like good pass catching running backs. Like he, him and AK can make beautiful music, beautiful, beautiful music, man. Like you, you saw what he did with like Jared McKinnon, bro. Jared right. McKinnon. I agree. I agree. And, and he would have the control of, you know, how you use that running back, which, you know, Eric, Andy Reid, you know, he's just been known forever to kind of run away from the running back. <laughs> right. Like, what? But, running you know, but, but Eric Benemy is like a former running back. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. he's not going to do this. Yeah. That, from that perspective, I would be over the moon from him as a hire. Uh, but kind of like to the, what I, the point I brought up, you know, just, just talking about is, and we don't know this, right? We'll just be honest. We don't know this. But what is his eye for identifying offensive talent? Because I, I wish I could have been a fly in the room when he interviewed. Because I wanted to hear what, like, one of the questions, and you know, they would have asked him, I'm sure they would have, was like, offense, 
what would you do to fix it? Like, how would you get this offense yeah. better? Blah, blah, blah. That's what I want to know. Bruh, I would be over the moon to still hear what his response would be. Just over the moon. Just, just curious of what he would have said or what he did say in regards to, you know, to that question. Because um, you had Sean Payton and Sean Payton got an answer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he has an answer. Would, would he go out and get the ingredients that he needs? Uh, I'm just saying, like, say Sean Payton was getting hired. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Coming into the job. Yes. You ask him that, he has an answer. He's visualized. He's looked at the offense and, you know, set up a, a vision for the offense because that's what he I means. He's a, he's a, that's the type of guy he is, you know. And it's just like, man, it's like, damn, it's like the OC that comes in, are they going to have that touch, man? Like, think about when, you know, that little video that came out with Sean Payton run up on Edward Camaro, like, hey, you know, anything you like, anything you see. Just that that ability to give players their own space within the offense and let them build within it, you know, it's – you know, that's hard to find, man. And, it is. You know, you're not going to get that with a lot of coaches. So it's just going to be an adapt to try to figure out how, you know, how we could get the most out of what we got and whatever we bring in. And, you know, hopefully whoever we bring in can have the eye for the talent that we need, man. Because I don't think, you know, I don't know DA. I don't know what his vision is for the offense. But I don't know his eye on offense, you know. Like he's a defensive guy, so. I don't know if he's going to have an eye for those little minutia things that, you know, offensive guys can see that and be like, okay, this guy here, he's going to be a dog in this offense. You know? Right. Or they're going to be able to see Alvin Kamara tape from Tennessee and then look and be like, oh, okay, I see something here that we can use, you know? I don't know. Yeah, it is <sighs> – this offensive coordinator hired, bro, it got it to gotta be, be the right, the right person. Like, it is, like, who, who? Like, who? <laughs> like, I, I don't, like, I don't if, even it know. if it ain't the enemy, then who? Like, that's what I want to know. I'm trying to think, like, who's even out there, bruh? I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. Pete, Pete already said he's taking a back seat. <laughs> um, so, like, who the fuck is it? I don't know. I, I, like I said, I'd imagine we have an answer within the next couple of days. Um, it's you know what's funny to a degree is we, we were talking about um, Zach Taylor and the contract extension. Everyone on the all, most of the Bengals coaching staff are going to get contract extensions and, and pay raises. Like it would that was reported before the Super Bowl. Um, you can ask, is that a good thing for the team? I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't know. Um. Before we, before I let you go, uh, thoughts on the halftime show? Oh, it was dope, man. I, I, I kind of wanted more. Um, I, I, I kind of hoped that they would kind of dig in the crates a little bit, do a little more Snoop Dogg, like and bring NWA out there and all that shit. But you know, they hit the hits, hit some of the main hits that everybody knew about. You know, Mary J did that thing. Man, Snoop, uh, 50 been grubbing. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> then it got chubby, bro. <laughs> it was 
cool. It was cool. It was nice to see, you know, because that's you know that's my heyday, bro. That's what I grew up with. <sighs> I would all I all I can do, all I could think about when I was watching it, besides you know just having a good time, was man, I know older white people are fucking pissed watching this shit. Oh man, and it's crazy because it's like y'all grew up with this shit too, but I guess like the. The you know sixty and seventy year olds, I guess. But like, bro, like y'all grew up with this. Like anybody, any white dude that's like 30, 40, 50 years old, y'all grew up with this fucking music too, man. Like y'all, y'all nineties babies, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like y'all grew up with this shit. You know, Snoop Dogg. Like, like, like fucking Snoop, man. Like, can I talk about Snoop, bro? Go for it. Talk about a dude that fucking like that's still just him. Like Snoop Dogg yes. is him. Since 1991, bro. Day one, same, bro. Same fucking dude. Everybody loves him. He ain't never changed, man. Nope. Just the same dude. Smoke his weed. Vibing. You know, this dude done, done a gospel album. This dude done, done R&B. <laughs> hardcore hip-hop. You know, talking about death and all that shit. Like, you name it. You know, murder was the case. He'd have been on trial for murder. I mean... This dude career is just amazing to me. Like to me, like this dude is just—it's like, just amazing. Like, just the way you know, he runs football. He's a football, got a football fucking league. Like <clears throat> he just shows you, like man, like I don't know, like man, like if you put positive vibes out there, like you could fucking last, man. Right? Because he yes. don't get into none of the bullshit. Like he just positive vibes, man. Like every even the young dudes, like fucking. NBA young boy, all of the youngsters. They, like you go to LA, you got to go see Snoop. Like you got to go see Snoop and be like, "What's up, on? You know, you got to go see him and just vibe with him. You know. So to me, that's just crazy. I mean that that should be like a goal in life, right? To just right. be to be unapologetically you and still, you know. And just still be the same. Now he's 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 beloved, bro. He's beloved. But he could go do a Corona commercial. He can go work with fucking I don't know, name like whatever pop artist he could think of. He can go do a song with them. He can go do a song with fucking the grimiest rapper out right now. Like he could do it all, bro. He could. Like to me, you man, like that's that's when you just hit that pinnacle. He, he really could. Um. Anyway, season in the books. Felt like this has been the longest football season over, man. ever. Uh, we won't have football again until, I mean, preseason starts in like August. But, you know, football it's pretty set. much get for no more football for like seven months, bro. This is the offseason, baby. For free agency, draft, trades. It's the fun time right there. Yeah. Can, we, can we talk about the draft real quick? Can we drop that news on them real quick? We don't know. Vegas, baby. We don't know if we get credential. That's still in the works. We'll see. Maybe, maybe not. Don't know. One thing I, one thing I do know is that both Ryan and myself will be in Las Vegas for this upcoming draft. In there. In there. Now, are people people are going to want to see the live stream? After I've been at the Sugar Factory before the draft, then had then had some drinks at the Sugar Factory, and 
me and you waiting for who the Saints to pick, and then on the Ooh. clock, like I, I'm, 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 I'm annoyed at these niggas already, and it's like two months away. <laughs> like I just, it's gonna be annoying. It's gonna be. I know it, bro. I know it. Um, but we'll be in Vegas. I'm not saying like we're trying to set up any type of any type of hashtag Saints Twitter like draft party. Uh, Man, I'm trying to. You in Vegas? We will be there. It's all we say. It. That's it. All we gonna say. Um. Oh, that's that's gonna be some fun. Anyway, we'll leave y'all with that. Uh. So if you if you do want to be a part of the draft party in Vegas, hit us up so we at least maybe know how many people <laughs> we need to account for or what yeah. have you. Um. And and have a, like a nice spot set up or whatever so that said we're getting out of here hopefully we can have a couple of days of not recording um we will record as soon as the offensive coordinator defensive coordinator is announced we'll come back we'll recap that and then you know until then it's 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 talking it's, you know, it's just draft it's draft time it's free agency time and we'll we'll take things as they come so with that hope everyone had a nice great super bowl weekend everyone stay safe We're out. Peace. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.